Hey everybody, this is Dr. William Clark here. Happy to be joining you again for another edition of the Nonprofit Leadership Blog and Podcast. I love uh, this time I have to come and spend time with you and talk about uh, leadership and nonprofit strategy. Uh, that stuff energizes me, and I'm just excited to share with you uh, this particular podcast. Now, the last time we were together, we were talking about developing the right strategy for your nonprofit, and we labeled it Part 1. It was labeled part one because the first part that I covered in the podcast was all about identifying your right now, where's your organization in the moment, how do you define your reality. And it's essential for you to go through that process of discovery to determine where your nonprofit currently stands. Without that truth serum, it's difficult to develop a strategy that is appropriate for your organization. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to Developing a Strategy Part 1, then go back and listen to it because that right now picture, that picture of where you are right now is a great image to start from. And it's okay to be brutally honest with your organization and with yourself. The right now sometimes does describes a picture that you're not totally happy with. Uh, it could be something as simple as we're not serving enough people to something a little bit more complex, such as our organizational structure is not designed the best or it's not the healthiest. So it could be anything, and it's important to identify that truth so you can move forward with the strategy development process. So to help us figure out next steps, one of the things I want to walk through with you is the second part of developing a strategy, and that is identifying where you want to go. What does your future look like? Now, in order to develop a vision for the future, you have to have a right now description of your organization so that you can know the difference between where you are now and where you're trying to be tomorrow. So you can know the difference of how you operate now versus how you like to operate tomorrow. When you have that dichotomy between the right now and your future, you're able to see the distinct difference and the value of going through the strategy development process and how you're going to change and adjust over time to become something totally different or something that's slightly tweaked to become better at what you're doing. So here are a few steps to think about when you're considering thinking about where you want to be, where you want to go, what is the future look like. Number one, think of a future that you'd like to achieve that is unencumbered by any circumstances or limitations or constraints. That's so important, right? Now, we want you to start to think about that because some people limit their creativity and their innovation in terms of strategy because they think about all the constraints that exist today. Well, I have newsflash for you. Just because there are constraints today does not mean those constraints will be there tomorrow. Some organizations do not realize that some of the constraints that exist today are a result of your pre-existing or your current organizational structure or business model. Perhaps if your business model changes, perhaps if your organizational design changes, perhaps if your leadership changes, the constraints that you're struggling with today will no longer be an issue. And yes, like anything, when you experience change, new constraints will pop up and you'll have to navigate those. But for the purposes of this particular podcast, I want you to think about the future that you would like to see, the future you'd like to achieve if you didn't have the constraints or limitations currently placed upon you. Number two, as you think about the future, think big. Think creatively. Think innovatively. Think about doing something different, right? There are so many things that nonprofits are doing that are such a huge value add for the communities that they serve. 
But there are multiple ways and mechanisms that can be implemented into the core services you provide to become more innovative in the services you provide. I cannot go through a long list of what that might look like, but here's a pretty good example, right? What if you are a nonprofit that serves homeless individuals? And you're currently providing core services such as food, clothing, and shelter. You, in the last couple of years, added counseling services or mentoring services or case management services to assist with some of the social issues that are going on with your clients. And now, one of the things you've noticed over the past couple of years is that your clients have benefited from those services, but they're also in need of work. They need a job to sustain themselves, move forward in their life, and in essence, move out of the shelter system and stand alone and become sustainable. Well, for you, that idea may look like, okay, how about we partner with an organization that does workforce development? And for some organizations, that is the absolute right thing to do. That is the immediate next step to do. For some of you that have done that, you know that there are challenges associated with working with the workforce development organization. Part of it is you're not in control of available job opportunities. A part of it is you're not in control of the employers that make themselves available for your job seekers. Part of it is that your job seekers uh, may not have all the qualifications to access a job. So you're looking at the educational qualifications of your job seekers or your clients and you're thinking about all the limitations that they're struggling with. What if you designed and envisioned an innovative future that will better serve your clients without the limitations I just went through? What if you said, instead of working with the workforce development organization, that you become the workforce development organization? And I'm not talking about creating, you know, just any old program to say, hey, we got you a job for a few weeks and move on. I'm talking about creating perhaps a for-profit business or for-profit opportunity that is generating a profit and that is self-sustaining and that only employs job seekers that go through your program. What if you became an employer? What if you had an annual profit that was well and above beyond your budget that was unencumbered, unrestricted, and exclusively benefited your program? Does that sound like something you would design for your organization? Does that sound like a future for your organization that is brand new and innovative and unconstrained by the limitations you deal with today? For some of you, that example works perfectly fine. For others, there are other examples that you're working through right now mentally that uh, you're thinking about as you listen to this podcast. And I challenge you to think about a future that is unencumbered by your limitations of today. Remember, developing a strategy is not about worrying about what happened yesterday. It's about worrying about how can we create a new tomorrow for our clients, for our programs, for the vision that we have for our community. Lastly, one of the things I'll add and share with you that you might want to consider as you think about this future, this creative future, is to not limit your creative thinking, to not limit your innovation, to not limit the crazy ideas that will come out of this process. One of the things I've observed and seen during strategy development processes is the best strategies are developed when the craziest ideas are placed on the board for discussion. In some cases, those crazy ideas don't make it to the bitter end of what becomes the strategy or the strategic plan. But some variation of those crazy ideas still pop up and the DNA of those ideas are infused in what becomes the final plan or strategy or in this case, the vision for the organization. 
I challenge you. Matter of fact, I dare you as a leader to allow creative juices to flow, not only just from you, but from your direct reports and everybody in your organization who has a hand in making your nonprofit what it is. Get all the crazy ideas out. Get the best ideas on the board. Discuss them. Chop them up. And the cool thing, and this is a strategy tip, a cool thing about having all the crazy ideas on the board is that you can mix and match ideas to create the best idea that represents your organization. If you allow all the creative and crazy ideas to come forward and you mix and match appropriately, I believe your nonprofit will develop the right strategy that defines and describes the future of your organization. I love it when that happens, and I think you have a great chance of seeing that happen to your organization, too, if you let creativity reign. Well, I hope this was helpful. I hope that you learned something today, and stay tuned to our podcast. Stay tuned to our website, elipatrick.com. It's it's up. It's live. It's running. So proud of it. Thank you to the team that went through the process of developing and launching this website, but that website is not mine. It's not my team's. That website is for you. All the information on there is for you so that you can continue to process good information that can benefit your organization. Till the next time, you guys stay well, stay safe, and we'll see you next time for the next edition of the Nonprofit Leadership Blog and Podcast.